This is the Reverend DeForest L. Raphael, and I am the pastor of the African Methodist Episcopal Zion Church on the Hill. We are located at 975 St. Nicholas Avenue between West 159th and 160th Street in the village of Harlem. I hope you enjoy this sermon. my father loves me is that I lay my I lay down my life uh-huh. only to take it up again no one takes it from me but I lay it down of my own accord mm-hmm. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again mm-hmm. this command I received from my father. For a few moments from the subject, more than a moment, a principle, more than a moment, a principle. Jesus Christ, son of the living God, have mercy upon us. Jesus Christ, son of the living God, have mercy upon us. Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy upon us. Now, in order for us to have resurrection, we also must have death. In fact, the presupposition of resurrection is death. There must be one in order for us to have the other. Death is what St. Paul calls the last enemy, the culminating struggle, where our mortality becomes inescapably real. Mm -hmm. However, the resurrection is that final successful event. Resurrection puts to death, death. And that which was the order of the day is somehow upended as a result of what happened on one day. Mm 
The resurrection is the final successful event. The resurrection is not just something that happened once with regard to one man some 2,000 years ago. It wasn't just a moment, but it was a principle. It was a new law, a fundamental change in things, a brand new set of assumptions, a, a bedrock newness, a strange new underpinning to that thing that we call death. And what is that principle? What is that new supposition? What is that new law? What is that, that new assumption? What is the nitty gritty of the resurrection? That even dead things come back to life. Death, when said and done, is but a prelude. The fundamental principle is resurrection, that dead things, even dead things, can come back to life. This combined strength, this combined strength and empathy and power, he says, Jesus says, no one takes my life from me, but I lay it down of my own accord, and because I lay it down, I can pick it up again. And if he can do it for himself, and this is, you see, this is the thing. We, we, we lose, I think, the real power of this resurrection if we think that it is only something that applied to one man 2,000 years ago. And that it was so that he somehow could overcome death. But Jesus was never that selfish, nor self-involved, nor uh, 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 focused only on himself. Jesus came for me and for you. Came for all people, whether they were born after him or born and died before him. There is a new game in town. You know, uh, this, there's, a, there's, a, uh, there's a fine, there's a, there's a comedic show, a kind of, news show that comes on and at the end near the end of the show the guy says new rules so there's a set of new rules in operation and that set of new rules is something that applies to all of us not just to jesus or as the preacher said the other day yeshua it applies to all of us. It applies to you. It applies to me. It applies to people who know him or who don't know him. It applies to people who believe in him or those who do not. All right, all right. You know, gravity ain't got nothing to do with whether or not you believe it. You still are subject to gravity. I mean, there were people running around that thought that the world was flat. I mean, you know, you can think what you want to think, but that doesn't mean that the world is flat just because we are convinced of it, and that's because the popular wisdom is that the world is flat. That does not mean a thing. And so this new principle, this new principle of life that says that which was dead not can live again, but will live again. And because I lay down my life, Jesus said, and I pick it up, I do not do it for myself alone. He does it for us, all of us. Yes. That is the joy of this moment. 
that the living God is available to all of us. This happened in a moment. Yes, it did. It it happened in a moment. But, But it is so much more than a moment. It is a possibility. And that possibility is pregnant with all kinds of wonder in our own lives, no matter how uh, uh, remote we may find ourselves feeling sometimes from it. You know, know, there are moments when we think God is far away from us, when we are alone in the midst of our struggles, when, when our mothers and our fathers don't know us, when our friends turn their back on us, when people who we have, when systems fail around us, when institutions fail around us, we may feel as though we are alone, but that ain't the case. That is not the case. Regeneration is an active participant in all of our lives. There is a power. And Jesus said, I've got that power. And not just for my life, but for all of your lives. There is a power that I've got that I make available to you. And that power is what Resurrection Sunday established as a principle of power. It is at the molecular level of our existence. I mean, it, 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 it's in the DNA. It, it, it is woven into the fabric of who we are. And, 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 and that means all of your life's experiences, even, not even, especially when you felt that you were by yourself, God was woven into your life woven into the circumstances that caused you woe, woven into the circumstances that brought you low, woven into the experience, into the circumstances that told you that the doors were closed. Uh And yet, there was a stone that was rolled away. And that's what the ladies found. That's what the women found when they went to the tomb. They didn't find a man. They found a principle. Mm That is what the women found. And the principle is that which died on Friday is alive on Sunday. Oh, I'm glad about it this morning. I don't know about you, but I'm happy about it. That that which was dead on Friday is alive on Sunday. It is an enduring principle. It is not like the wind which blows one way one day and blows another the next day. It's, it's not like your friends who, who love you as long as the wine is full and when, they, and when the wine runs out, they run away and leave you. I mean, it's, it's, it's not that when, you know, like, 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 like you, when things are going well, everybody wants to be around you. It's, it's not like that. It is an enduring principle. Mm-hmm. That's what they found, an enduring principle. And that's what we find. I mean, the marvel of it is that it belongs to all of us. You know, the rolling stone, uh, you know, the the folded cloth, the the, the differing accounts of of an empty tomb. All of those things are significant. But the only reason that they are significant is because of the empty tomb. You know, I mean, you know, uh, you know, some of these details don't mean anything if it isn't surrounded by and undergirded by this Jesus who rose again on the third day. But the possibility of new life, this new life, new life has been unleashed in the world. 
the possibility woven into the framework of the universe. That which was dead can live again once we know that that has a power that that he laid it down and picked it up again. And and that is not just him, but also us. Even then we cannot act as if we do not know. Can't act like you don't know what you know. I mean, even though there will be moments of doubt and there will be moments of confusion and there will be moments when the rational mind and the reasonable mind will tell you that no, you just got to hold on to what you know, never mind what this possibility is. But I say to you that the possibility holds you. It was the possibility that woke you up this morning. It was the possibility that started you on your way. It was the possibility that clothed you in your right mind. It was the possibility that gave strength to your step. It was the possibility that let you come out here this morning. That possibility, pregnant possibility, alive in your life because of what happened 2,000 years ago and continues to happen every single day we live and move and breathe and have our being. And I'm glad about it this morning. I'm glad about it this morning. You know, it's like what Jesus told Nicodemus. And you know, this, this thing, we don't really know what it is. You know, I mean, it, it, is, it is a mystery. It is, it is something that defies logic. Yes, we, we have the, uh, 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 the responsibility as best we know how to, to speak of it in, in terms that can be communicated and that, that people with minds can, that can somehow understand. And yes, there is a, a, a way that you can get a grasp, a piece of it, but, 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 but it is so much bigger, so much wider than our understanding. Our, our minds can contain, can contain the miracle of life that, 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 that roll the stone away. Our, our minds cannot contain what it means to have that which was dead come back to life. I'm not talking about some Frankenstein thing where you skulk around in the graves and find bits and pieces of bodies and then throw them together and then sling them upside some electrical cord. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about something more profound than that, something holier than that, something that makes you want to clap your hands. You know, something that makes you makes you want to stomp your feet, uh, something that makes you want to raise your voice, something that makes you want to say, shout glory, hallelujah, something that, 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 that a principle within, something within that holds back the day. Oh, yes. We don't know what it means. We, we can't figure it out. It's like like what Nicodemus said. It's, a, it's, a, it's like the wind. You can't tell where it's coming from. And you don't know where it's going. But oh glory, hallelujah, when you feel the winds of the Holy Spirit blowing on these slain, then you know that there is something about what there's something about this world that although I do not understand it, I trust that God understands it and that God will make a way out of no way. We know that in a dying world, we have not yet figured this thing out, but, but we know something that a dying world has not figured out. Uh, 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 we, we, we know something that, that can keep us calm, uh, to keep us sound in the midst of the raging storms. Uh, we know a man named Jesus who has the power to bring a dead man back to life. We know that there are forces of creativity and resourcefulness available to us that make this hard 
hard world just a little bit softer. We know that there are joys to behold in this difficult and bitter, bitter time that we know that the sweetness of Jesus, we, we can talk about the sweetness of Jesus in the midst of this hellish world and know that there is something about that word that makes a way out of nowhere. We don't know. Uh, 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 we don't know much about how it comes to be, but it, 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 it. But, 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 but we do know this. When you feel it, doesn't it have a strange sense of familiarity? Oh, when you feel the 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 the, the, the spirit of the Lord touch you, doesn't it seem like something that you have known for such a long time? It it has a way of ingratiating itself to you. It it has a way of calling you by your name. It it has a way of letting you know that I've walked with you and I've talked with you and I've told you that you are my own. It has, even though it seems so far away, Jesus is closer than the breath that we draw. I'm so thankful about it this morning. We may not know how it functions, but we know that it is a part of how we function. We know almost nothing about it, but it has this strange sense of the familiar. Reason does not banish it. Rationality is powerless to make it less authentic. This principle, this, this new law, this foundation is far more lasting, far more potent than any human construct. Now we went. I spent time in the seminary, and I love having all those conversations, those deep philosophical and theological conversations. But I do know that the words of the book that 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 people write to try to get, uncover what it is that God is is doing is like us stumbling around in the dark, stubbing our toe upon this idea, banging our head against another idea, only to figure out after we think we figured it out that whatever it was we figured has already been thrown away because God cannot be contained in some ideology. God cannot be contained in, a, in the church. God cannot be contained in some doctrine. God is free and God will do what God does for God's people whether or not we people are, 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 are willing to accept the same of it. You know, resurrection is the, reser is the reversal of death. Remember, resurrection is a reversal of death. Heretofore, as far as nature was concerned, the dead stayed dead. You know, they tended to, you know, nature tends to kind of do what it does, and it has a kind of consistency to it. And, 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 and the sun rises uh, uh, in the east, and, 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 and it sets down in the west, and the moons have their courses where they are full, or, or half moon, or a super moon, or a sliver of a moon, and we can kind of set our clocks to what the world does. But I want to tell you that on resurrection morning, a big interruption came in to human history and that which was dead now has a possibility to live not just a possibility that you are alive because of that resurrection moment behold all things are made brand new people are made new and not only are they made new people are remaking themselves every single day people are reinventing themselves and I'm not just talking about trying to get a new uh, 
uh, uh, what they call it, a, a, a new figure or a, or a new sense of, I'm, I'm not talking about going out and buying a brand new set of clothes and, and putting a hat and wearing it to the side or trying to, you know, I'm not, I'm not talking about any of those things. I, I, I'm not talking about trying to rebrand yourself. I, I'm, not, I'm not talking about some sort of rebranding. I'm talking about something that happens deep inside the soul of a man or a woman that who was broken has now been healed and can no longer act as if he was broken, cannot continue to stumble down the street like he's blind and doesn't know nowhere to go because there has been a light turned on inside of his life because of the resurrection and that which you used to walk you don't walk no more that which you used to talk you don't talk no more the places where you used to go you don't go no more not because you're holy but because God has taken you from darkness into his marvelous light oh I'm glad about it this morning these new origins this new basis of a new way of living when Jesus says Oh, I'm so glad about it this morning when Jesus says, I have the power to lay it down. And not only can I lay it down, and I choose to lay it down, but I can pick it up again. This ain't no one-way street here. I'll lay it down when I get good and ready, and I'll pick it up when I get good and ready. And not only will I lay it down when I get good and ready, I'll, and, and not only will I pick it up when I get good and ready, I'll pick you up when I get good and ready. Oh, sometimes we feel, Lord, come quickly, Lord. And the Lord says, no, I'm, I'm waiting for you just to get yourself together. I, I, I don't want you to think that I'm some sort of a waiter that just can't wait for you to snap your fingers and say you want to order this, that, or the other on the menu. I'm going to let you go through a little bit of something so that you will know that it is me who rescued you out of your pit and set you up on high ground. So I'll come when I'm good and ready. But know that I am coming. And don't worry about it. Just Hold on, hold on until your change comes. When Jesus says, I have the power to lay it down and the power to pick it up, that ought to give us some comfort. You ought to feel good about that this morning. Because of this, we too are given this power. Now, wait a minute now. You mean we have access to this power too? You mean... I can lay my, my life down and pick it up too. Well, somewhere I read, he said, all these things that I do, you shall do. And greater things than these shall you do. Why? Because I'm going to my father. I'm going to the one who gave me the power. I'm going to the one who sent me into this world to give you the power. So that you cannot continue to act as if you don't know who you are. Right. Oh, we, we, you know, folks, we don't know who we are. I mean, that's, that's what our problem is. I mean, you don't know who you are. You don't know your name. You got some slave master's name. You came here and you got some other thought that the slave master gave you. If you ain't careful, the slave master will give you a religion that you gave the world and twist it around in such a way and think that it belongs to him that he's given to you. But you gave this religion to the world. You gave, and, 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 and it is this giving that God has given us that makes us know who we are and in that and in that knowledge we can walk with our heads held high not worried about what America might say about us not worrying about what the world might say about us not worrying even about what your mama and your daddy might say about you 
not worrying about what the people who sit to your left and your right on a Sunday morning in church might be whispering about you, not worrying about any of that, but knowing that God is a rewarder of those who seek God and God will make a way for out of your life because God's principle of resurrection is alive today in you. I had the power to lay it down and to pick it up. That ought to give us some comfort. Mountains do not fall on their own. Now, let's be clear about that. The power is afforded to us as well. No one comes back from the dead by themselves. No new life emerges on its own. Mountains don't fall down on their own, nor do valleys stand up on their own. Mountains fall and valleys rise because God says so. But, 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 but we are told the truth, and if we have faith, that faith the size of a mustard seed. We can say to those mountains, move, and they will move out of our own way. We, we can say to those valleys, rise up, and they will rise up to meet us as we walk through life. We have access to someone who has access to such enormous power. Jesus stands on the bank of the river of life and tells us he is willing to do this thing for us. I mean, it ain't got nothing to do with these warm, these warm rooms and these cushioned pews. Mm -hmm. Got nothing to do with the, 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 the outfitting of the altar. These things are uh, acts of remembrance. Things to kind of uh, tweak our memory. Things to kind of remind us, a, a kind of tap on the spiritual shoulder to, to kind of say, don't you know who you are? Don't you know what I've made you? Don't you know what I want you to do in this world? I am yours and you are mine and I will do more through you and you will do more for the world and through the world than you could possibly ever imagine. And all of these things are nothing more than acts that remind us that God is with us. Yeah. Oh yes, to reverse the misfortune of life, the calamities of life, the troubles of life, the tribulations of life, yes, even the catastrophes of life, turning them into opportunities. God takes the tribulations of our lives and turns them into opportunities in that which gives us new chances, provides for us new occasions, provides for us new prospects. He is willing to make rivers change their course for us. Oh, glory. Make mountains bend their knee. Make valleys stand up. This is not just for today, it is, but it is for all days. Not just now, but forever. And when we know it, we rejoice because we have something that cannot that we cannot do for ourselves. We, we, we rejoice because it has been done for us. We, we say glory, hallelujah, because that is the reason that he has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. And not just that, but also relationships. Oh, Lord, relationships as it pertains to the resurrection. No one can come back from a hard set of circumstances on their own. Somebody has to be there to pray us through. Yes, Your grandmother got to pray you through. You, yeah. you, you, you turn to some old mother or some old father or somebody who you say, if you know the worth of prayer, oh, pray much for me. 
and somebody who you, who, who you, whose name you don't know. And they may not even know your name, but they pray for us and God makes a way out of no way. Somebody had to pray you through it. Sometimes somebody got to go back and get you and pull you through it. Someone with the power to make a difference in our lives. Someone who knows the worth of prayer. Someone who stands at the cemetery gate calling us with prayers and deep sighs. Sighs too deep for words. Someone who has the wherewithal to summon us back from the abyss. Someone that can say to us, you're walking in the wrong way. Turn around, child. You don't have to live like that. I can make a new person out of your old raggedy person. Just give yourself to me. Oh, yes, I'm glad about it. I'm glad about it. So that when you find yourself on the abyss, Jesus says, I'm your guy. <laughs> if you're sick, Jesus says, I'm your guy. If you're in trouble, Jesus says, I'm your guy. If, 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 if you're lonely, I am your guy. If you are friendless, I am your guy. No matter what the world is going on in your life, I, 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 even I am your, I am your guy. The resurrection, and then I'm going to be done now, is therefore not just a moment in time. Yes, the moment released an existential principle. It created something that we can all call on, but not just on Sunday morning, well. on Easter Sunday morning, not just when you're here for prayer meeting or choir rehearsal or for some, for some business meeting, but no matter where you are, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 52 weeks out of the year, every year, people are rising from the dead every day, all the time. How many times have you come back from the dead? What have you had to come back from in your own life? How many times have you had victory, to, 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 to have you had to have victory snatched from the jaws of defeat? Life is fundamentally different now and forever. That is why we celebrate. If you fall down, you can get up someday. What, that, that, that's what this moment is all about. It has established the possibility that good can come out of the worst experiences. How many times have you come back? This is a, a recurring phenomenon. This, this principle is a, is a lingering phenomenon. It's an ongoing phenomenon. For selfish reasons, we celebrate it even for our own selfish reasons. Our own selfish self-interests are tied to this story, tied to this principle. That is why we celebrate. You fall down, but you get on up. You get sick. But you get well. You get divorced, you find love again. You get homeless, but you find some shelter. Your heart broken, you can have your heart mended. That is why this moment is unleashed. Good can be summoned out of the worst circumstances. That is why we celebrate. That is why we rejoice. That is why we praise. That is our claim that that which was broken has now been, been healed. That which was lost has now been found. Though I was dead, now I am alive. And because Jesus Christ is active in my life every single day of my life, I know that I am not by myself. Oh, I'm talking about not just a moment. Not just a moment, not just a moment, but a principle, a principle that lives in your life, a principle that if you let it will redirect your life, a principle that will take that which is dead in you 
and breathe new life into it. A principle. Amen. for those who would want to come and give me your hand, join this church, yes, but join this movement, come to, to celebrate this principle that is transforming our lives. I know it doesn't look like it. I know that, 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 that we hear horrible news all the time, and we, we look around us and we wonder if this world is going to hell in a handbasket, but I, I believe, help out my unbelief, that this is still God's world. And that God is in the midst of fixing it even Ooh, when it's all years fully and completely broken. And why does he do it? Because he is our lover. And not just the lover of our bodies, but also the lover of our souls. Heals us, feeds us, but saves us to the uttermost. So we ask you if there's one who wish to come to give me your hand, but give God your heart. Let them stand and come. Jesus lover enjoyed this sermon, if you have questions or just need a prayer, feel free to email us at amezionchurchonthehill at gmail.com. That's amezionchurchonthehill at gmail.com. We are located at 975 St. Nicholas Avenue between West 159th and 160th Street. You are always, let me repeat, always welcome here.